messaging and storytelling, a match made in video production heaven. Well, I certainly think so, but how do these two terms differ? If you're about to embark on a new video project, which one should come first, messaging or storytelling? It's a really good question. And I am very happy to talk you through it because I'm very passionate about messaging. I've been working here at Moonshine Agency for over 12 years, making and producing impact films. And the one thing I'm absolutely certain about is this, messaging matters. So you definitely need to get yours sorted out before cracking on with your next video project. For anyone who's new to this series, it's the weekly Moonshine Moonshot podcast, and it's all about helping you make better videos. I'm your host, I'm Sue Collins, and I've been specializing in video production and filmmaking for many years, and I don't want to see any more boring, poorly crafted videos any more than you do. So to help combat the onslaught of rubbish content being served up on social, I'm sharing what I've learned about how to make great videos, and the good news is that it's not as hard as you might think. I know that no one sets out to make boring content, I mean, why would you? But that is exactly what can happen when you don't have the skills or the information to make it great. So sometimes just a few small pointers can take something really dull and make it shine online. So getting back to the question of the day, messaging versus storytelling. Now, before you start counting video views in your sleep, let's rewind things just a little bit because even if you have your messaging down to a fine art, it does not mean that your audience will take on any of it. I know messaging is critical, but if it's not delivered in the right way, it can simply fall on deaf ears and most people don't learn by being lectured to. So with a little thing called storytelling, You can have your audience in the palm of your hand and I'm going to help you understand the difference between messaging and storytelling and show you how to combine the two and it can do wonders for your video marketing. But first, you've got to get your message straight. So as much as I love storytelling, in my opinion, messages should always come first. That's usually because it's the easiest thing to pinpoint. A message is your big headline. It's the one-liner that summarizes what you're trying to communicate to your audience. It's something that you'll likely want to repeat again and again throughout your story or your video as well. As a rule, you'll want to limit the amount of messages you include in your video to about three and any more than that and you'll really just overwhelm your viewers and you not going to persuade them to take any action. Here's the thing though, if you get your messaging down to three clear and compelling points, if you just shout it at your audience over and over, it can be, well, pretty dry. So, you know, here's an analogy for you. Imagine being served up a big bowl of boiled Brussels sprouts without any sauce or seasoning. Is it worth consuming? Sure. Palatable? No, nobody wants that. Enter the magic of storytelling. Your communication needs to go beyond communication alone. As the advertising adage goes, facts tell, but stories sell. So if you really want to get your audience interested in your message, you need to weave a story around it. I really don't know how to weave a story around those Brussels sprouts, but perhaps we'll come back to that. 
Stories are among the most effective methods to deliver a message. They enforce your message with meaning and emotion. But what makes for a good one? A beginning, a middle, an end? Yeah, well, of course, but there's a little bit more to it. To begin, have a think about the genre of your video. This will help you quickly work out what type of story you want to share. And yet, genres are exactly what you'd use to search for movies on Netflix or Disney Plus or any other platform, you know, drama, comedy, thriller, documentary. They're not just for Hollywood. They apply to every video that you create. If you're creating a three-minute video to build brand awareness for your side hustle, it would fall into a genre. Would it be funny? Would it be informative? Would it be heartfelt and personal or full of action? So figuring out that part can really help you to nail down your narrative. And you also want to give some thought to your characters. Who is your hero? Can your audience identify with them? Or in the very least, sympathize with them. I just did a huge episode section on this in the last podcast, episode number seven. So jump back if you want to hear a bit more about how to select your hero and who's right for your audience. It was just in the last podcast episode that I did. So these are common storytelling layers that will mould your message into a really engaging story for your audience. And then next, you're going to marry your message with your story. I know, it sounds romantic. You've got your key messages and you think they're pretty au with the art of storytelling. Now it's time to marry the two together. But doing this is actually an art unto itself because you need to hide your message in your story. And that's not to say that your message is any less important than the story bit. It's just that sometimes a message is way more memorable if it's wrapped up in a fun, moving or relatable narrative. So let's bring it back to the vegetable analogy for a minute. Remember those Brussels sprouts? Well, think about it this way. Did your mum ever hide diced carrots or celery in your spaghetti bolognese or your other favourite dish? Just, you know, sneaky veg. As a mother, I actually do this to my kids all the time. Serving those veggies raw, likely they're going to get left lonely on the plate, but concealed in something juicy and delicious, they are gobbled right up. And your message is unfortunately the celery and the carrots in this scenario. No doubt, Good for your audience, but just a teensy bit bland on its own. Sorry, veggies. If you can allow your message to come out organically through your story, your audience doesn't feel as if you're shoving it down their throats. They might even feel as if they're discovering your messages all on their very own. This will leave a lasting impression and create more engagement with you and your brand over the long term. Your messages are more powerful with storytelling. So I hope this helped you understand the difference between messaging and storytelling because they're both highly important ingredients in the video making process. And here's a quick overview of what I've just shared with you. First, give some serious thought to your key messages and get them locked down before you start crafting your story. Next, think about the type of story you want to tell, the type of genre it will fit into and the kinds of characters it will feature. Then bring the two together, weave your message through your story and let your audience feel and experience your messages through the guide of your characters and storyline. 
I know it can be really hard to know where to start when it comes to video production, especially if you want your video to move audience into doing something and taking action. So that's why we've created this podcast. It's the Moonshine Moonshot podcast. So please subscribe. You don't want to miss an episode. It's going to help you make better videos and packing it full of all the tips and tricks that I've learned over the years to help you so that you can make really fantastic videos. I will be back next week.